Okay, for our next message, it'll be brought to us by Mr. Barnabas Grayson. It is entitled, The Day of the Lord. Good afternoon, everyone. You know, it's going to be warmer tomorrow, 37 degrees. And if you wait till Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's going to be up in the 60s. <laughs> That's Oklahoma weather. People like to talk about it. But today, we have to be cautious. We uh, came across a couple of uh, accidents on the way, and um, sometimes it's not... Uh, the person like us driving that's at fault is somebody else that thinks they're Superman and can and can just plow through the uh, hazards of the road. So you have to watch out for the other guy a lot. The day of the Lord, the Apostle Peter wrote a letter to stir up remembrance of the words spoken by the prophets and apostles that we are to be mindful of concerning the day of the Lord. And we're also urged to be found without spot and blameless and not be among scoffers or mockers that are uh, going to be present in this day. The day of the Lord, there's a reason for that. And it's due to sin. It's due to uh, uh, God's people uh, being ruined because they don't have all the knowledge you need to know about what's happening and why it's happening. So... We have the day of the Lord that is, that is uh, to come. You know, some uh, ministers will talk about the day of the Lord as being, you know, Sunday. But it, it's not. It's talking about a day that is to come when Christ will return to judge the uh, world. Let's begin in Second Peter uh, chapter 3. And let's look at uh, this uh, second epistle that uh, Peter wrote. He said, Beloved, I now write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of uh, remembrance. So we see this letter is written as a reminder that you may be mindful. That's the purpose. That you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. So were to remember their words that were spoken, what they said, both from the prophets and from the apostles. And today we can see how the Old and the New Testament uh, are brought together by the, uh, the holy uh, prophets of old and the New Testament apostles. Verse 3, but knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, that's mockers, walking after their own lust. And saying, well, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, since the fathers have died, you know, things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. It's, it's just the same. Drop down to verse 8. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. So, you know, God sees time differently than what we do. 
and what may seem like a long time uh, to us is just a, a just a span of one day to him. But the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It is during this, you know, this uh, long suffering to usward that there is the uh, chance that maybe in us being a light, knowing the word, that we might be able to bring along those that uh, is, is being shown the word of God through our example and, and through what we know, not willing that any should perish and that all should come to repentance. But, you know, those days will be cut short. The time will run out. That window of, uh, of opportunity will, will close. But the day of the Lord, it says, will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat and the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. So what we see described here is, is like a big explosion that's filling the air with noise and with sounds and that there is intense heat that will melt and burn up whatever it touches. So we know that uh, when the Father returns, and this wor uh, earth is uh, turned over to God and to Christ, that there, you know, there will be a new heaven and a new earth, and all things will be uh, burned up. But if, as spirit beings, uh, it won't uh, hurt us. But here we're looking at something that could also apply to what might be ahead in our lifetime or uh, this generation that people talk about a nuclear uh, holocaust, a, a nuclear bomb. So when you look at it in that line of thought in verse 11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness? So Peter is talking to this pe the people, he's urging the people saying, well, what manner of persons ought you to be? Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. So, as we look forward, as one looks forward to the day of God, and speed is coming, that day is going to bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in, in the heat. That's, you know, the bad side of the day of the Lord that is to come. But verse 13, nevertheless, we according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwells righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace and without spot and blameless. So knowing these things beforehand, knowing about the day of the Lord, that we are to make every effort to be found in peace and without offense. Matthew 24, we're told in verse 42, to watch therefore, for ye don't know what hour your Lord does come. But know this, know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, 
he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. So we know uh, to watch because to return is Christ to judge the world and it will be in suddenness. But we see in verse 43 that there is an indication that there might be a robbery, that there might be a burglary, that there, uh, this thief is coming. So there's uh, the opportunity to watch and to be on guard, to be ready. And if he were on guard, he would not have suffered uh, his house to be broken up. Therefore be you also ready, verse 44, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man comes. So we see the Apostle Peter uh, speaking of the holy uh, prophets and the word that they left for us to consider concerning uh, the day of the Lord and also uh, with uh, the book of Matthew urging also for us to be also ready in verse 44. Verse 45, who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord has made ruler over his household for to, uh, to give them meat in due season. In due season, you know, uh, the bread of life will be given. And blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he uh, comes, shall find so doing. And that is, takes involvement in studying the word of God and knowing what the word of God is about. And being an example and a light unto the world. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord has made ruler over his household to give the meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing. Verse 47, Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, verse 48, we see a, 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 another on the other hand. But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delays his coming, and he shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and to drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looks not for him and in an hour that he's not aware of. So he, uh, you know, this speaks of the seriousness of, of that time, of that day of the Lord. And in verse 51, and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You know, in Titus uh, 1.16, I don't have that on there, but it says that they, you know, they may profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable, disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. So these once believers uh, believed in God, believed in his word, read his word. Now they lose patience. They become perhaps weary of hearing the word. They begin to despise prophecies and they get drawn back into the world and as, uh, as I've heard on uh, this man on TV, even brags about not being afraid to burn in hell. And promoting the atheist, uh, the atheist cause. But in that day, as Isaiah chapter 2 says, Isaiah chapter 2 verse 11, the day of the Lord. It says that the lofty looks of man shall be humbled and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. For the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon every one that is proud and lofty, 
because, you know, being proud and lofty thinking, you know, you're it, you have this big ego, it's going to be uh, really upon them and upon everyone that is lifted up in some way, and he shall be brought low, shall be humbled. Now, we know that no one is perfect, that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but the salvation is open to anyone who is willing to repent and to turn to Christ. But on down to chapter 13 in Isaiah. It says, How you, how ye for the day of the Lord is at hand or is near. It shall come as destruction from the Almighty. Therefore shall all hands be faint and every man's heart shall melt. And they shall be afraid. Pangs and sorrow shall take hold of them. And they shall be in pain as a woman that travails. They shall be amazed one at another. Their faces shall be as flames. Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. For the stars of heaven and the constellation thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened in his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. When you look up into the skies expecting to see the sun and the stars and the moon, it's not going to be visible because uh, of that uh, gloominess, of those clouds that are going to be covering that day. And I will punish the world for their evil and the wicked for their iniquity. And I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease and will lay low the haughtiness uh, of the terrible. So we see why the, the day of the Lord is going to come as I, as was mentioned earlier at the beginning of, of this message. Over in Joel chapter 1 and verse 15, just one uh, scripture there, it says, Alas, for the day of the Lord is at hand, and as a destruction from the Almighty shall it come. But let's go to Joel chapter 2, verse 1. Blow you the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord comes. For it is nigh at hand. What is that day of the Lord like? Verse 2. A day of darkness and of gloominess. A day of clouds and of thick darkness. As the morning spread upon the mountains. A great people and a strong there has not ever been the like. Neither shall be any more after it even to the years of many generations. So these things. <coughs> excuse me. Oh, that's pretty loud there. I might need to drink some of this water here. Safe to drink I guess. I'll find out. What? <laughs> okay. Guaranteed fresh. <laughs> 90% diet water. Ooh. I got this little <clears throat> tickle in my throat. <clears throat> As I mentioned, which are from the word of the holy prophets, is what the apostle Peter w was referring to. To stir up the reader's remembrance and to be mindful of those words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of the apostles of the Lord and Savior. 
So we're to be watchful. Watching how we live. Watching what we say. Watching what we do. And watching in prayer. Amos 3.7 tells us that shall a trumpet be blown in the city and the people not be afraid? You know, when a siren goes off, you know, it sounds an alarm like on a, on, on a severe weather day or tor- uh, when there might be a, a tornado in the area, you know, or some other thing. These warnings go off and shall not the people be afraid? And there shall be evil in a city and the Lord has not done it. Surely it says the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveals his secret unto his servants, the prophets. So we, we, you know, we pray for that day. We pray for, you know, God will send a servant or someone who will be able to go before the world and give warning and give reasons why the day of the Lord is, is nigh. Surely the Lord will do nothing but he reveals his secret unto his servants, the prophets. And we know that, you know, in the latter day, as Revelation tells us, that there will be two witnesses. In Malachi chapter 4, verse 5, it says, Behold, I will send you, Elijah, the prophet, before the uh, coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers lest I come and smite the earth with a, cur- with a curse. So we see uh, how John the Baptist uh, came in that spirit of Elijah with a message of repentance and paving the way for Christ uh, and belief in God. And you know as God has done before he will send and this is you know a promise he will send his holy prophets as witnesses. In Acts chapter 2, it shall come to pass, verse 17, Acts 2, verse 17, <clears throat> it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. You know, prophecy doesn't just mean that uh, it's foretelling a future event. It's also instructive, corrective. It's a message of, that leads to repentance. And so with the spirit poured out like, like it, the promises here, there will be witnesses in various ways. And in addition to that, in verse 19, And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. It seems that, you know, recently, you know, our eyes have turned toward the skies, toward nature in in various ways that, you know, makes us realize that we are pretty much at the mercy of nature in so many ways. And... All of these things are just sort of gradually leading us to want to look up. Not only, and then to not just look up to the stars, but to look toward heaven and toward God and toward Jesus Christ in in the day of the Lord. And we see this, that the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood 
Perhaps some of you saw that, the, you know, was it last week when there was the, the blood moon? Before that great and notable day of the Lord come. Those are just sort of like uh, little uh, tokens of what will come in the future. And it shall come to pass that whosoever, and this is the good news, that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amos chapter 5. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? Because the day is of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him. Or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light. Even very dark and no brightness in it at all thinking you're you know running to safety then you, you're out of the frying pan into the fire so woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord so we have to in a way be careful about asking for that day to come because it's, it's going to also involve us because it will be through much tribulation that we enter into the kingdom of God Matthew 24 the uh, Famous question that the disciples asked. When shall these things be? And so they were looking at the buildings of the temple, of course. Speaking of the temple. But, you know, we can look at our own edifices. At, at the, the uh, grand architecture, the buildings that we see today. And it would be kind of foolish to think that they are permanently there. And Jesus said unto them in verse 2, Do you see all these things? Truly I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And you know, that, that has happened. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came said, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and will deceive many and you'll hear of wars rumors of wars and you know uh, with the through the power of the media uh, we're exposed to a lot of those things today but we see the these words that follow but see that you be not troubled for all those things must come to pass but the end is not yet in verse uh, 8, it says, All these are the beginning of sorrows, the earthquakes, the famines, the pestilences that it uh, speaks about in the verse before. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. If you're a Christian, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, uh, you're going to be afflicted in some, and shall, shall kill you, and you'll be hated. Not only as, you know, Christians, but even the Christian nation that, we are for uh, Christ's namesake. And at that time, verse 10, And then shall many be offended and betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. And because lawlessness shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end 
the same shall be saved and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached as a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come Matthew 24 I have scriptures listed from 32 through 39 but let's just drop on down uh, to verse 36 of that chapter Matthew 24 but of that day and hour knows no man no not the angels of heaven but my father only but as the days of Noah were so shall the coming of the son of man be you know at that time the earth was filled with violence evil was rampant it was a disbelieving society and there was no change of heart and so as in, the, uh, as in the days that were before the flood, you know, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark and didn't know until the flood came and took them all the way. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be going on about, you know, what, was, uh, what society was doing at that time. Not really foreseeing uh, what is, was coming to pass until it suddenly came upon them. 1 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 5. I'm just going to you know, just refer to that because it's, we've been there before. It speaks in the, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. And we see the, one of the main reasons is that you know, there would be selfishness and without natural affection and so on. But let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Again, in verse 1, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in, in the night. So we, do, we know that the day of the Lord begins with tribulation. It includes the seven seals that, that are uh, spoken of in the book of Revelation, and also the second coming of Christ. And in verse 3, it says, when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as travail upon a woman with a child and shall not escape. According to one uh, source that I read, peace and safety was a slogan of the Roman Empire. And we also know that it is the desire of every nation that things will seem to be going smooth and then sudden destruction. Not gradual, but just sudden destruction. But the Scripture speaks to us, to us today, but you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. You're all the children of light and the children uh, of the day. We're not of the night. So our light, where does it come from? It comes from reading and knowing what the word of God says. It comes from the word of God that directs us. Therefore let us not sleep, as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken, are drunken in the night. But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet the hope of salvation. For God has not appointed us unto uh, us to wrath that the day of the Lord will bring, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Just a few verses there. Uh, I've got listed scriptures 1 through 11. Verses 1 through 11. But. Verse 1. Paul says. We beseech you brethren. By the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And by our gathering together unto him. That you be not soon shaken in mind. Or trouble by spirit. Nor by word nor by letter, as the, that the day of Christ is at hand. So let no man deceive you. Amos chapter 8, verse 9. It shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord God, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon, and I will darken the earth in the clear day. And I will turn your feasts into mourning, your songs into lamentation, and bring sack. Uh, sackcloth upon all loins so all the festivities that uh, society enjoys all the singing and the dancing that society enjoys is going to be turned into lamentation behold the days come in verse 11 that I will send a famine in the land not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water but of hearing the words of the Lord and they shall wander from sea to sea from the north even to the east, and they shall turn, uh, run to and fro, to seek the word of the Lord, and it shall not be found. They won't find it. It will be as though there is nothing from God to uh, put, uh, put one's hand on or to see. His word is just cut off at a time when many are going to wonder uh, what in the world is happening. But God will have already spoken and some did not want to hear when they had the opportunity. So we have this sure word of prophecy to, to sustain us. In Micah 4, Micah chapter 4. In the last days it shall come to pass, the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains. And we know about uh, uh, the beating of the uh, swords and the plowshares. Man will not learn war anymore. That's in Micah chapter 4 verses 1 through 4. And that every man under, uh, shall set every man under his vine and under his fig tree. And none shall make them afraid for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken it. So we who remember these things, these words spoken by the holy prophets and the, the, this book of Peter that was reminding us of. We have this uh, assuring word. And Jesus in John 14 says to us, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house are many mansions. If it weren't so, I would have told you and I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, they, there you may be also. So, we do not know the exact day or hour when these things shall be, but we just need to be ready at all times. So, where are we in, in Bible prophecy is not exactly clear. There's, you know, been many studies, many uh, uh, preachings about it. But we do know from Daniel <coughs> chapter 12 and verse 4, where he said, But you, Daniel, O Daniel, shut up the words. And seal the book even to the time of the end when many shall run 
to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. Technology we know has increased to a point that whatever mankind imagines can result in much good as well as much bad. Remember uh, in, in an address that Kennedy gave during his inauguration, he said, said of, that time to, of that time then that man holds in his power uh, the power to uh, save and the power to destroy. Holds in his hands that power. So depends on the spirit that is in man on how to use that, that power. <clears throat> also, we see that you know the world is made smaller through uh, jet travel as well as the internet so people can they can be everywhere in practically no time at all Matthew 24 verses 21 through 22 speak about the great tribulation that was not since the beginning of the world to this time nor ever shall be and we also see where those days shall be shortened uh, if it wasn't shortened there would no flesh be saved but for the elect's sake those days shall be shortened Verses 29 through 34 in Matthew, uh, once again it talks about the uh, sun and the moon being darkened. And then shall appear the Son of Man, and he shall send his angels with the sound of a trumpet. And finally in verse 35, it says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So the words of prophecy are sure. The day of the Lord will come. It will be a day of wrath. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 it tells us that it says you are the salt of the earth but if the salt has lost its flavor wherewith shall it be salted it is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of man so we see that a, that we are also lights a Christian is a light a light that is set by Jesus Christ and to let that light shine so that so that uh, before men they may glorify father which is in heaven so in doing that if you don't have that flavor anymore then it's, it's good for nothing let's go back to where we began there in second uh, Peter chapter 3 and in verse 14 I'll just read 13 first. Nevertheless, according to his promise, we look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwells righteousness. So, past the day of the Lord, we look beyond that with hope in the promises that, that have been made. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless, and account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, has written unto you, as also in all his, disciples, uh, his uh, epistles. In verse 17, You therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things, before, beware lest you also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in grace 
and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. The day of the Lord is, we know, a certainty. The day of the Lord is a day of wrath. But then, if we look beyond the day of the Lord to the coming kingdom, then we will be able to look forward with hope and the promises that, ha that God has given us in, in his word through the voice of the uh, holy uh, prophets and also through the voice of the apostles as we read them from this word of God. 